together growing in faith and changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the book of Genesis from chapter 49 verse 29 to chapter 50 verse 26. In those days, Jacob charged his sons and he said to them, I am to be gathered to my people. Bury me with my fathers in the cave that is in the field of Ephron the Hittite, in the cave that is in the field of Machpelah, to the east of Mamre, in the land of Canaan, which Abraham bought with the field from Ephron the Hittite to possess as a burying place. There they buried Abraham and Sarah, his wife. There they buried Isaac and Rebekah, his wife. There I buried Leah. The field and the cave that is in it were purchased from the Hittites. When Jacob finished charging his sons, he drew up his feet into his bed and he breathed his last. And he was gathered to his people. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, It may be that Joseph will hate us and pay us back for all the evil which we did for him, which we did to him. So they sent a message to Joseph, saying, Your father gave this command before he died. Say to Joseph, Forgive, I pray. The transgressions of your brothers and their sins, because they did evil to you. And now we beg you, forgive the transgressions of the servants of the God of your father. Joseph wept when they spoke to him. His brothers also came and fell down before him and said, Behold, we are your servants. But Joseph said to them, Fear not. For am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive. And they are today. So do not fear. I will provide for you and your little ones. Then he reassured them and comforted them. So Joseph dwelt in Egypt, he and his father's house, and Joseph lived a hundred and ten years. And Joseph saw Ephraim's children of the third generation, the children also of Mecca, the son of Manasseh, were born upon Joseph's knees. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die, but God will visit you and bring you up out of this land to the land which he sold to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Then Joseph took an oath of the sons of Israel, saying, God will visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from here. So Joseph died, being a hundred and ten years old. It's an interesting reading. There are a lot of things in this reading. Let's unpack some of these themes. The first one, it is Jacob who's aware that his days are coming to an end. But I love how we put it. I am about to be gathered 
to my people. I'm about to go back home. I'm about to be reunited to my fathers, to my mother, to Abraham, to Isaac. I'm about to go and meet those. And so you could see that he's looking forward to his death. Not that he hates living, no. But he knows that there continues to be life even after death. I was very privileged to have stayed with an older priest, Father Emmanuel de Passos, who had been a priest for over 50 years. And I stayed with him for about seven years. And some of our conversation would be, he knew more of the people who had died than those who were alive. And so when we had to go to any priestly functions, either uh, we're having a day of recollection or we're having Christmas mass or ordinations, and when we came back, he will be asking me, who was that? Who was this? Who was that? Because he didn't know much of the younger generation, but he knew the older generation and the majority of them had already gone to God. His parents had already died. And so he was looking forward to be with them. And I could imagine the conversations, the chats, and, and everything that they will be having when they met together. And that's a very positive outlook into death. That one day we are going to be reunited with God with the saints, with Mary, with Padre Pio, but as well as our loved ones, our family members, our parents, our children, our spouses, our grandparents, our siblings. That's the first aspect. The second aspect, it's the oath that he wants his sons to take and to make. Do not bury me here. I want to be buried in the place where Abraham was buried, where Sarah was buried, where Isaac was buried, where Rebekah was buried. I want to be buried where I buried my own wife, Jacob says. I want to be gathered with the bones of my family. And this makes perfect sense to me as an African. Because the same concept exists in a South African Zulu Nguni culture. I go back and I remain with my family. So that the comfort of knowing that you are not alone even in death. You are not alone. And the same comfort should happen to us when we've lost our loved ones in hospitals, at homes, in institutions where we thought they were by themselves. Where we did not have a chance to say our goodbyes. But they were not alone. I remember so vividly the death of Archbishop Abel Gabuza. It was a rather painful death because he carried 
and he symbolized great hope for us in the Archdiocese of Durban. So when he died, for a number of us, it was the death of a dream. But we were resurrected by our belief in God, but also our belief in an African perception of death. That death is not the end, but rather it is a seed that goes down into the ground to sprout and to become something greater than what we anticipated. But also when we were doing the internment of his remains, when there was a ceremony of his family bidding him farewell, and you could hear the sister commanding him and asking his family, those who have died, and she was calling them by name, come and welcome him now, come and receive him, come and stay with him, journey with him as as you come to approach him and you bring him back to God, make sure that he's never alone. That brought a lot of consolation. That here goes a man who believed in God, who believed so strongly in an African spirituality. And his sister was saying, you can now go. You are not alone. The church had already done that when we call the saints and the angels. And this is what Abraham is talking about. Take me to my father's house. Those were the last words spoken by John Paul II. Allow me to go to my father's house. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.